Game Boys. Hey there, Internet, and welcome to this week's episode of the Game Boy. podcast. My name is Lux, and with me as always is my co-host, also known as Dr. Disrespect. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah. Um, he's gotten shot at so many times now. It's that's insane. Why that's why I'm pretty you, sure he's you. Have you heard about this? Well, I'll introduce you later, but have you heard I, about this? I did. I saw it yesterday that he got shot at. I actually this saw the, the video. second time. Yeah. I saw the video of the actual stream where he's like, I gotta go. I'm like, God damn it. My place is getting shot at again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like man, yeah, I watched that too. It was pretty fucking good. Now, are the, do you think these are direct attempts on his life, or is just like kind of like uh, when you photobomb a celebrity or something, or when like, you swat someone? I yeah, think it's closer to, f- to photobombing a celebrity, but like the dumbest and most dangerous conceivable version. Because they're not—they loved. Did these people love Doctor Disrespect so much they are shooting at his house, or do they hate him? That's my question. Well, that's a question I'm not smart enough or knowledgeable enough to answer. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I mean, like, I, for someone to get that motivated to go and shoot someone's house, like, they're not just like, this is going to be so much fun. This is going to be hilarious. That, yeah. They're I mean, like, like, a part of like, it I'm is just like. I'm such a fan. I want to get on the stream. And the only <laughs> way to get on the stream. That's my, you know. I mean, I guess. and But it's still. Unless that person tells other people. It's like, well, not I did it. Well, not I did yesterday. I shot at Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, they're no. the going to be the only ones that know. Yeah. Sure. Truly yeah. was the point. And honestly, you can't see yourself shooting on the stream because you're busy shooting. Right. So like, unless he's like streaming, just like right. Unless he has like one of those iPhone oh. mounts on the front of his like unless on the front he's of his trying AR5, to get his Twitch like, channel more views. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which Twitch IRL oh, false flag. Um. Well, um, I've been shooting something, um, but it's not bullets. It's spider webs, Lux. Oh, have you been playing Spider Man, Griff Dog? Oh boy, have I? And it's the best sixty-four thirty-five. I've ever spent. Oh, really? It's are really you, good. Are you loving yeah, it? Yeah, it's up there. It may be one. It may be game of the year, Lux. It may but be. What about it? Is really? damn good. Right, here's it's like basically if they took the Arkham Knight games mm-hmm. and then like put them on crack. Uh, because Batman is so grounded, it's a similar combat of like dodges and and, and punches and gadgets, but it, it's they take it to the air. So you'll just be like soaring through skyscrapers, like punching a guy off a building and then flying to the next building to punch more people. Uh, the swing is so great. Uh, it feels like a thousand people made this game. It is the most polished video game I've ever played. All right, two questions. Cool. One, how are the puddles? Okay, there's no <laughs> puddles anywhere. Are you serious? Uh, I haven't seen rain happen in the game yet, and so I'm a little nervous. Uh, that's oh. a little, yeah. Suspicious. Yeah. That's a little suspicious. I'm a little skeeved <laughs> out by that. Second, is it true that you're in bed Spider-Man's a cop now? Yeah, Spider-Man is a cop now, or he works with a cop and is constantly saying how he wants to be called Spider-Cop. Oh. It's a joke, but it's like that's the character. A joke in the game? Yeah, he constantly is like, call me Spider-Cop. Not in <laughs> love with yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah he's board. just, you know, he's a, he's just like a playful character, which is a lot, I think, more sustainable to be around than Batman's emo self. So that's also fun. Um, My two gripes right now, though, are a lot of the side missions don't feature Spider-Man villains. They're just side missions. Is there no... Have you seen any good villains? Catch a bunch of pigeons and stuff. Oh, that's Um, not fun. Have you seen uh, any villains? It it was cool, and I had to, like, like, use the low-hanging Central Park trees to, like, 
sure catch them but it wasn't like in arkham knight where you go on a side mission and it's like mr freeze or a poison ivy or i don't know just like they're all based around characters so you haven't run into like the vulture or Rhino no that's the or weird the thing about this game i've played 15 hours of it and the main quest is fun and has insane set pieces that are like almost rivaling some of the god of war ones this year but I have not seen any of the villains <laughs> from the trailer. And I'm wondering if there's like a midpoint in the game where all the villains come to the city or something. But so far, very light on villains. So we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see next right. week what we'll, happens. Yeah, we'll see if I spend money on that once I hear about the whether or not we get any notes from the Sinister Six. Um, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I love those dudes. Those fucking goofuses. I love They're them They're pretty all. cool. Bunch of is the hunter in one of those? Yes. Yeah, the hunter's my favorite. The hunter, yeah, because yeah. he is he even have powers or is he just a maniac? He just no, he's just like a, a bad boy. He's yeah. just like a hunter. I mean, yeah. a lot yeah, of that's what he does. A he's lot of the Spider-Man villains are like Doctor Octopus, regular guy plus arms, or like mm-hmm. sure, sure. The rhinoceros, regular guy plus suit. Or Scorpion, mm-hmm. regular guy, plus I guess like a tail. I don't remember his deal as much. A lot of times the thing is that they accidentally get fused to their suit, right? Yeah. yeah. That's like like the villains always get stuck in their suit. Right. A lot of science, like can't get out of them. Yeah. A lot yeah. of science gone wrong in the Spider-Man mythology, to be honest. Yeah, it's very it's very Luddite um, theme, th- themes, yeah, I think. Spider-Man wants to <laughs> get rid of factories and go back to sheep and wooden houses. Alex, what are you playing this week? And then I can introduce the guest. I am playing... <laughs> Well, okay, so everyone, a little to part the kimono for a second of what we're doing over here. Uh, Griffin called me twice on the G chat before I realized that we had to do the podcast because I am playing Divinity Original Sin 2 and it fucking Ooh. bangs. What are you playing it on? PlayStation 4, baby. Ooh, nice. Um, that's what I'm waiting for because I don't have a PC. It is so good. I made my character. His name is Ryan Devlin, named after the host of MTV's hit reality show, Are You the One? Um, oh, fantastic. He's a battle mage <laughs> lizard person. Uh, and his de- his uh, character tags are outlaw trickster. Cool. And he's a lot of fun. He's a goofus. I set a lot of shit on fire already. I don't think you're necessarily. It's, there's like a tutorial section where it's like learn how to fight. And I was like, or explode. the <laughs> shit. And I did that. Um, That's great. I won. The, uh, now, I is won this the game fight. too? Com- I'm worried. Is this game too complicated for me? Um. No, I mean, so far, so so far, it's pretty easy. It I've is, got a sneaking suspicion. It's too complicated. It's one of those ones where like you just have to be checking like available actions and testing things out and keeping track of stuff. But like, it's not like, it's not like like sunless sea or something where it's no, just like obscure. It's and not like one of those, like the, okay. the menu, apparently the menus were really counterintuitive in the PC release. They like cleaned it up a lot since then. Cause so far I haven't sure. had any real trouble with the menu layouts and stuff like that. They've all been pretty straightforward. So is this divinity original sent to, is this an exact port of like, the first one or is oh, it no, the, the, the first PC one came out one. on PlayStation. They made a second right. one for PC. And then basically what they okay. did is they like did some mods and, and rehashes of the PC one and then released the deluxe edition on both PC and PlayStation and Xbox. But how much better would this game be if you were playing it on the Nintendo switch? I mean, better. Every game is better on the Nintendo switch. <laughs> I would be having some, actually, honestly, I'd be having a real problem because I would just take the switch with me everywhere and I wouldn't do anything. I would yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I was thinking about the switch uh, because we have a switch in the room, guys. There's a switch on the desk this episode, uh, which leads me to introduce our very special guest today, uh, sketch comedian, uh, beer podcast, and connoisseur man, all around great guy, uh, Michael Gabriel. Welcome to Game Boys. Thank you so much for having Yo. me. Welcome yes, now, uh, you are the first guest to bring a Nintendo Switch 
to the podcast. That is a big deal for us. We are huge Nintendo Switch fans. I want to ask you, first question on Nintendo Switch, when did you get yours? Uh, I got it on uh, Christmas. Okay. <laughs> for uh, like, I, I mean, I'm in my late 20s and um, it's a little bit sad. Like when my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like a Nintendo Switch, mom. <laughs> uh, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> sure. And uh, <laughs> and so I got it and like just basically went into like a Zelda K-hole K-hole. for like like 60 plus hours sure and about um, what it takes to beat that game or get it to juice it out yeah exactly and uh yeah i mean like i've had a switch since then and over time like i've I've done a deeper dive into sort of like the games that they have especially like in the indie store and stuff and um i'm still pretty pleased with it I mean, like, what's your hesitation? uh, Just first party games. Well, because like I like I want to be playing Spider-Man and Original Sin. Sure. But mm -hmm. I just like I don't have a PS4 and I willingly like like can't let myself like I can't let myself get one because like that's all I'll do. Of course. Yeah. Uh, And so I think like so many guests on the podcast have restraint, which is just such a (laughs) skill. Well, Instead of restraint, Griffin, we have a podcast. That's we have a podcast. The, that's the deal and, we've yeah. made. We're like, my oh, phone we'll restraint is saying, I won't buy it, I won't buy it, I won't buy it, and then I buy it right when the podcast ends. Right, but yeah. then we talk about it on the podcast, so really, you know, like, if we didn't have restraint, we couldn't have, if we had restraint, we couldn't have a show. And that's but I the think trade the we've switch made. Is, is like what guests are strength because they they a lot of our guests are doing a lot mm-hmm. and performing a lot, so that makes a lot of sense. Well, how about this? You can write off the games that you get as a business expense. Wow, because you got a podcast now. Do I have to keep receipts for that kind of thing or something like that? Okay, I mean, like eventually you should probably set up an LLC. We can talk about this okay, after. Okay, great. Yeah, we should yeah. get a mixer first. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about mixer that too. First, accounting accounting technique technicality is second. I think, um, but. Nintendo Switch, I think, is the perfect console to like uh, responsibly manage your video game addiction because mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of indies you can play just for a few hours. You know, there's a lot of ways to quote unquote get your fix, uh, especially because this Nintendo is so bad at like online. Like yeah. they can't make online games that are addicting enough because they're bad at online. Yeah. So it's like this this system is probably pretty safe. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you're like worried about like, oh, man, I'm going to go into like like a video game K-hole, like it's not going to happen on the switch just because like at least for me, like the games like, you know, you do have the games that like you can put in like 80 hours into and stuff but they're not the types of ones I want to play. I mean, like, it's really just like Breath of the Wild is like the premier one yeah. that you could spend a lot of time on. Sure, there's like Monster Hunter World. Octo- Octopath, right? Traveler. Octopath Traveler just came out, but I heard that's yeah. horrible. Yeah, it is really bad. I like yes. it. I think yes. it's good. That's I right. Playing, I have fun playing it. Back up. Um, but enough about the Switch. Uh, Michael, if, you know, I, I've, I met you uh, in the comedy scene out here in Los Angeles, but you uh, remain a mystery to me still. So I'd like oh. to know a little more about <laughs> okay, you. Okay, cool. Uh, Michael, where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Originally. Okay. Cool. Columbus, the yeah. capital. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. capital. Home of the, the Blue Jackets. Yeah, yeah, that wow. and uh, the what else? I think that's the only professional sport team that we have. I mean, unless Major League Soccer, actually, which is about oh, to yeah, go to Columbus, might crew. go to Austin. Yeah. Which, if it goes to Austin, I'm gonna be real upset with you. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> If they come to Austin, yeah. it would be great for me because the brewery that hosts my wrestling show is right near where the stadium would be. So they'd probably make a lot of money and that would be great for, for us. Yeah. 
<laughs> so did you play uh, a lot of video games when you were a kid? I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was a big old nerd. And it started uh, pretty much from the get-go. I was always like a PlayStation. I mean, like even before that, like Game Boy. That was your first system? That, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, and you, I think a lot of kids start handheld uh, uh-huh. before like they're parent gives them like a $300 thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then like in 64 and like, you know, all of like all the classics, uh, golden eye, my favorite game for N64 though, was like this one called, uh, uh, space, like spaceship 64 or something like that. It was like one of the original rockstar games. Mm. Um, mm. man, I, I need to get, figure out the exact name. Uh, of that game but it was dope because it was sort of like it sort of had like the elements of like a Grand Theft Auto game where it's like you play this like little alien thing that you would jump out of like these like animals and like the sort of like the cars in Grand Theft Auto and then go to like another animal and then it would like help you do you know whatever like you need to accomplish sort of like Mario Odyssey oh okay uh, yeah the ca- with Cappy yeah it's kind of like a yeah a body uh, yeah yeah thing. a little so, body swap game body swap uh, but, uh, yeah, after that, uh, the games I r- like really got into were like, uh, on the PlayStation, uh, Final Fantasy eight. That was the first one that I was like, I get this. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it was like RPGs early yeah. on or something yeah, that you were yeah, into. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this with the podcast, no, but me too. No, Final Fantasy eight, which one is that again? Um, so one after seven yeah, the, and before one nine. after the one people love. <laughs> no, it's but the eight, one. No, wait, eight is the one where they took it back to roots, right? And it's two D. No, no, no. It's like the one the guy is the suit. What's his fucking name? He's, Squall. Yeah, Squall. It's one Squall, Squall and, yeah. and the other I know, dudes. Yeah. I know Squall from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You do. Did you, by the way, speaking of, the, you see that they released footage of Kingdom Hearts three the, with you uh, shut the fuck up with Big Hero six. Yeah, shut up. I don't. I shut up. It's the worst. <laughs> I hate the promotion. Let's keep talking about what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Squall had that cool the gun sword. Yeah, Lionheart. Oh, we on this podcast love a gun yeah, sword. We're yeah, we're extremely pro gun sword. We talked about gun yeah. swords before it's our favorite type of weapon it's insane to me that we haven't made them on earth they're pr- i mean like i don't think they're very practical yeah. maybe i don't know i mean like they're they can't be just because like you need to for a gun swords like i'm just thinking about like where the the sort of like the where you're holding a gun and then like trying to slide i don't know it seems like they should have made one by now right or at least it was a failed mm-hmm. thing that was maybe popular mm-hmm. for a little the one bit in the, I mean, the one in the anime gun sword is so well designed i can't even tell where the bullets start like where it stores the bullets pretty great yeah. <laughs> pretty good design i think this one just copy that if we're gonna keep making guns at least make them swords as well Might as well think, my okay. opinion so in texas they've like restricted open carry for guns but now open carry for swords is allowed do you where do you think a gun sword goes <laughs> I love that that swords are coming back. I think if, I think give everyone a sword, right? I mean, all I'll of a sudden, people that. with fedoras yeah. and ponytails are a lot more dangerous than they <laughs> were like two weeks ago, which is a little bit rough for me. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. we flip the scales. Make down. fun of me again, <laughs> sir. All of a sudden, that uh, that all the years you spent getting girls, I spent studying the blade meme became like is now like very serious fucking business <laughs> where I live. Um, now, uh, in video games, is something that you played consistently throughout your life or has there been a drop off or it's just always kind of been there basically through high school I was real into it like I put 
a lot of time into like Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Skyrim, which, oh, I forgot to mention, uh, Apple announcement today, uh, Skyrim for the iPhone. They've finally done it. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, Iram. It's like a a toned down version of Skyrim. It's not actually Skyrim. It's called like Elder Scrolls Blades or something. The whole Uh, point of Skyrim was how not toned down it was. What a crazy decision. What what if Skyrim was not Uh, all the stuff? Uh, I actually probably put more hours into Oblivion before okay. that, yeah, though. Yeah, fucking, mm-hmm. that's, that's word, dude. I'm with that 100%. I thought Oblivion yeah. was better than Skyrim, for sure. Yeah, I did, too, in terms of, like, the actual story. I mean, like, you know, Skyrim, again, is, like, this open world, just, like, you know, you can do whatever you want. There's, like, a lot of possibilities. But, like, like Oblivion, like, I liked the other sort of, like, the... The netherworld stuff yeah, going on I thought there. It was really cool. Well, my, one of my things about world games, and I think we've talked about it a little bit, is that like if it has a really good main story that creates stakes and like pace to the side quests and stuff, like they feel important right. because they're related to, but like trading off with the main story. And in Skyrim, it's like the main story sucks and all the side yeah. quests feel equally unimportant. And mm-hmm. so there, it loses that sense of like, oh man, should I save this dungeon or should I go rescue the princess? I don't know. It's just like instead, it's like, there's a dragon, but also this dog wants my attention and this girl needs her right. doll. And it's like, I don't care, Skyrim. I don't care any of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think the b- part about Skyrim is just like, oh, the, like the, each section has a story that's interesting, though. Like the Thieves Guild yeah, or like the right. Rage Tower. Like they're all individually interesting, but don't like cohede into any kind of like combined narrative. Although my my beef with Skyrim is that uh, I f- fucked up somehow and killed an NPC that I needed to make me stop being a vampire. Oh, that <laughs> and so like oh, I was like no. I couldn't not be a vampire like the entire game. So it was just like after all, I was just like this is not worth it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, kind of game breaking. <laughs> yeah, but when you said that Skyrim is interesting, and this is like maybe some deeper nerd shit that we can get into in a longer scale in a different time, but like. It seems like Skyrim's almost more of a TV show, whereas a lot of other better video games are more like movies. Like, as you say, mm-hmm. like Skyrim has all these like episodes, of, like story chains that you can go into, but they don't cohere into one big thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like other should things are more like this than this than this than this than this. And they all lead to one place. Yeah. Well, now you can spend uh, one thousand four hundred and forty nine dollars on the new iPhone to play it. Uh, but going back to Michael's uh, history. <laughs> uh, so you went to high school. You're always playing video games. Uh, and then when did you leave Ohio? Uh, so for like in college, like, you know, I, I brought actually, I bought a PS three in college and then I just didn't play them very much. I mean, like I started getting into, um, Oh yeah. College for me was like, I played the least amount of video yeah. games. Definitely. I, my favorite me. game there was like LA noir. Okay. Yeah. That was what a weird cool. game. Yeah. It was a very strange no, game. I, I played the shit out of it. Yeah. It was very, yeah, weird. LA noir was good, but that was cool. That and, actor um, what, yeah. Who's that guy? What's his name? Uh, was he, he was a madman. Yeah. yeah. I, I just liked him. Yeah. yeah. He was great. Yeah, He was good. Um, but I was real upset that you couldn't uh, run over people in LA noir. Oh yeah. It's the only, it's my only gripe. Yeah, gotta be. <laughs> I mean, like I wanted. A, I guess you were supposed to be a good guy, right? right you know, right, not not a wild man, right? Um, <laughs> um, but uh, Red Dead Redemption—that was probably one of my favorites for sure on mm-hmm. PS3. And um, yeah, but like ever since moving out here, uh, I've been in Los Angeles basically six years now, and um, it's been like I haven't had any uh, any console, and 
uh, it's it's been different times, different times. Sure. I've been missing them. Oh, OK, cool. So it was like a break. But now you're like, I'm getting the itch again. Uh-huh. Uh, now, <laughs> you are on a, a sketch team at the at the Pack Theater um, called Dr. America. And I saw you guys did a sketch recently where you played uh, Waluigi. Oh, yes. Uh, which was a very funny sketch. Um, and I wanted to, to ask you, like, uh, have video games like affected your comedy? And on, on a bigger scale, like, can is it? Are video games popular enough for us to do comedy about? Uh, I mean, in general, no. Uh, if you're talking about on like, you know, to like release a movie about or something, it's like for like a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, every like there's so many subcultures and subgenres of everything that like. Of course. I mean, like, you know, there's YouTube channels and like people that have made careers off of it. Uh, So as long as you find your audience, go for it. Um, But uh, I mean, for me, does it influence what I do on a day to day? Not really. I mean, like I I I definitely uh, appreciate it. And I think that there are some sort of like some elements of video games that uh, you could take for, you know, movie ideas or whatever i mean it's just like uh but i think like they're back and forth i mean like the video games i've I've always cared about are like the rpgs that's just like you know it's just like single player and it's like you care about like them like they have a want there's a thing that they want to do and like you know you just have these stakes where you actually care about it which is why like the final fantasy games for me was were always up until like i don't know after 10 was all right uh and then everything else after that but it's like you know yeah most video games still like i was talking to someone about cutscenes in spider-man and they're like asking if the story was good and i was like i mean it's it's like survivable Mm -hmm. it's not like when you watch a video game cutscene it's just plain awful yeah like it feels like humans are talking but it's not like an inspired or interesting scene Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't think they're there yet well and it's been interesting because like video games since like 2000 like seven like around there like that's sort of like the beginning of online like sort of like Mm -hmm. call of duty and stuff sure and i was playing the first online game that i played was um uh, Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six Vegas. That's a really hard one. Yeah. That's not a beginner game to jump into. No. That was, I've played a lot of that one. That one's good. I, I loved it. And I was really good. Uh, but this is like before people had mics and stuff. And then like once you like once everyone like once it was like expected that like you had to like talk to people. That's when I was just like, ah, oh, strange. Yeah, that is sure. precise. Like, well, I never got super into <laughs> online. But once that became part of it, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get super into online. Oh, totally. uh, see, I had no friends, so it was very cool to me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's people with yeah. the video oh, games. But see, Griffin, <laughs> I, Griffin, I was cool. I've been smoking cigarettes since I was 14, so I had no problem. <laughs> yeah, you had too many friends. Yeah, everyone was like, wow, <laughs> this kid smells like smoke all the time. I got to get his number. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that was all great. But I think we should get into a little bit about the very exciting game that you've brought today that is streaming right now on the Switch and all of its uh, beautiful glory. Press the same button three times, little lock screen. There we go. Oh, it's looking good. But I think Mm. we should get into a little bit of history uh, about this game. And I'm glad I brought it in. 
Me too. Uh, I'm I just joking. Want to I, have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love this game. Uh, Golf Story is a 2017 RPG sports action adventure hybrid developed exclusively for the Nintendo Switch by Sidebar Games. A complete unknown, Sidebar Games describes themselves as simply as a two-person team in Queensland, Australia. There's literally no Wikipedia for this company. Uh, Golf Story was originally in development at a, as a Wii U title, but due to lengthy development time from expansion of the game's scope, development moved over to the Nintendo Switch after the end of the Wii U's lifespan. Had it been released on the Wii U, the game may have faded quickly into obscurity, but on the Nintendo Switch, it caught fire, with critics raving about its nostalgic flair and its RPG nature, bringing non-golf lovers into the fold. This week on Game Boys, we tee up with Golf Story. That was really dope. Man, this game is really cool. It's insane. This game is... Okay, so I just want to get this out there quickly. So, as I think we've talked a little on the show before. My favorite type of anime is... So like story, like coming of age adventure anime is where instead of fighting, they do anything else. So stuff like Prince of Tennis or Food Wars, where instead of fighting, they're just like doing some other thing. And Golf Story is the video game version of that. It's like a coming of age RPG story of like this person growing into the person they need to be. But instead of it being like you fight a dragon or you break into the castle and steal the gold, it's like you play golf or you do yeah, golf related challenges. You like high stakes anime concepts like combined with low, like a low stakes environment. Yeah, love that shit. And fucking <laughs> golf story is like a pitch perfect game version of that. And I've I've beaten it like I think two or three times. I love this two fucking or three times. game. Nice. Yeah, it's wow. so much fun. <laughs> uh, so why'd you bring the game on? Uh, well. Uh, mostly because you said you didn't want me to shit on Breath of the Wild for like an hour. Uh, but oh, that would have been uh, fun for me. I didn't even bring up Breath of the Wild because I knew it would derail the podcast know, too much. I know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Golf Story is great. I mean, like you know, after sort of like after doing everything in Breath of the Wild, all the DLC, all that stuff, like I was just like, well, what else is there? And so I saw some reviews for this and it was on like Kotaku's like best 10 games or whatever. So I was like, Oh, okay. That sounds cool. And, um, yeah, I mean like I, I got it. And like, like you're saying, and it's like, you know, that the story is so sort of like, just like relatable. It's like, you know, just like you start off with just like a dude that like wakes up one day. is like, I want to play golf. <laughs> and uh, that is how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's sort of like, it, it's it's such a great sort of like uh, it has all of like the RPG elements, but, you know, number one and like a sports game, which is sort of like, you know, the it has like mostly like it, I feel like it borrows like the RPG story elements because the actual gameplay, the actual RPG of it is just like, oh, like you got more points and then like you leveled up and like you can hit it farther or whatever. It's like, you know, the game mechanics don't change at all. Um, but the story is really good. It's really funny. Um, and uh, and at the same time, I started playing golf in real life. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. And um, <laughs> and it uh like it sort of just like fuck like golf is kind of cool <laughs> and uh now is Nick you can do you just rent clubs at the at the at the course or did you for me did you go all in and buy gear well or? so I had a roommate uh that she uh fell in love and moved to Seattle uh and she was like we she had a bunch of stuff at our, our house and she was like throwing stuff away and uh she's like oh what are those like my old golf clubs like I'm gonna toss those I was like. I'll keep them. 
And so this is this. That sounds like the start of an RPG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's some like, real destiny just, type shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, I mean, like she just like these cl- like the clubs that I got, like were her dads and stuff. And like mm-hmm. they're super good. Um, and I think the golf clubs happened first. OK. And then golf story happened. Sure. And I was like, golf is cool. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, I'm going to use these. And now I golf like twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah. So Holy it's like a real shit. like a real serious hobby for you now. Yeah. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Where, where do you where do you golf in L.A.? Mm, there's uh there's a really cool course at uh Griffith Park called like Wilson Harding, hmm. which is like an 18 hole. Uh there's also a nine hole called the Roosevelt. They they've got a president theme there going at the at Griffith Park. And uh but my my go-to place is this like three par course in Highland Park called Arroyo Seco. Hmm. And oh, that's um, weird. That's a street near my house in Austin. There you go. <laughs> um so uh yeah, like I don't like sports games, but I think I would play more of them if they were RPGs. <laughs> I agree. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of modern sports games are trying to do stuff like what Golf Story is doing. Like right. Madden one has this my Madden career game. mode. The NBA mm-hmm. 2K games have it now. Um, FIFA's tried it out too, where they like build a story and you play through the story and you level up and things happen and blah blah blah. But like the thing that this game does right that those games do wrong is that this game gets like why RPGs are great beyond just like the you level up in mechanics. Like every character has a voice. The places are distinguished. There's weird mm-hmm. patterns. Characters change and have like little NPC story arcs happening in the background. Like mm-hmm. you meet characters who, who flesh out the story or flesh out the world in different like goofy kind of kooky ways. And you don't get that so much in, in like the major, like the NBA or, or Madden ones. It's just like a guy being like, man, Derek, You've been a pretty good quarterback so far, but you're going to yeah, be a yeah. really so good quarterback yeah. if you're going to beat the Bengals or whatever. Yeah. It's so serious, so bland. Yeah, they're, in, ser- in, they're in very the right serious. Now. They're very heavy. And this game's like fun and goofy. And it's not so fun and goofy that you don't care because, in fact, that makes you like want to win. It makes you yeah. want to like, like finish, like live up to your dad's expectation of you finally becoming a great golfer or whatever. Like it makes you want that in a way that those other games are just like, well, I'm just going to click through this like really heavy cutscene and get to the football uh-huh. part. Yeah, I love the fact that like the main character gets shit on incessantly. Yeah, like yeah, everyone he thinks gets you shit on no like, matter what. <laughs> yeah, no matter what. Like even when you w- beat the game, it's sort of just like good job, you won the cup, and it's just like well, still fuck you. <laughs> and it, like it's just like uh, you know, I mean, it's just like the the tone of it, the tone of like the writing, and it is so sort of just like doesn't take itself seriously, and you know, it's like it's so somewhat so much more relatable um even though the story is like you know it's not super grounded like but i don't want a game that's like you know sort of like i don't know what's the super well, grounded game is i mean you know you're i mean not like, like a gone home or something is a very grounded game yeah. it's like very serious well what this game accomplishes too that's really impressive is that like it it puts you in a world where golf is like the act of doing golf is like a currency between people. Yeah. And everyone, everyone takes it seriously in a way that people in the regular world don't. Mm-hmm. Is right, that fair it, to say? Yeah, Cause it's not just like win a golf game. It can be like, we got zombies and you're going to need to they're golf right. like their eyes out with your wedge <laughs> or whatever. You need to like hit golf balls into their eyes. So they can't chase anyone anymore. Like, uh. 
in every situation, the solution to the problem is golf in some way or another. <laughs> right. And that's what makes it so good is that like the skill set you're honing is always applicable because you live in a world where everything is golf. And that's yeah, such a and good piece of design. I think the moment where that sung home for me, it's like, oh, I have to play this game was like, okay, the actual golf course parts. But then when I saw them just like exploring the world and he teed and unlocked a trap door by like popping one and hitting a switch, I was like, he just hit a switch with a golf club. Like I'm playing this game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, <laughs> like everything's golf. It's so that's why everything's golf. <laughs> and that's why it works. Because like the same way that in like a Skyrim, everything is fantasy magic or whatever. In this world, everything is golf. Like there's a clear set of like things that can solve problems and it's coherent in that way. Where yeah, there's golf like matters. golf, like all the worlds are sort of like, you know, uh, golf base so it's like there's like a caveman world and like you know that's just like they're just over there playing golf (laughs) and um and like one of my favorite things is that like uh you have to like do you remember like the part where it's like you have like the wedge and like you have to like dig like dig to find oh, yeah. like whatever something like oh, that. It's like actually like you're actually supposed to hit the sand. Yeah, like, to, like you use your something. actual like so golfing funny. wedge to like to dig through stuff. out of the ground or whatever, yeah, so you can bring back exactly. the scientist. Yeah. Please tell me that there is an alligator boss in this game. Um, Huge missed opportunity. There's not, not really no because there's not really bosses, right? Like there's just go, you don't play golf against there's an alligator, but there are parts yeah. where like the alligators do play roles like in your golf or like. That's good. If you do something, a alligator might jump out of the water and eat your ball in a way that can be either good or bad. Mm. Like, or you can like skip things off of turtles and stuff. Like it's, Mm -hmm. there's so much like somehow they're able to buy things like turtles or like weird um, tar pits or zombies or birds or whatever. Make each distinct course feel really different. Like you need to learn a different set of skills for each course, even though you're playing the same game you know, across each course, which is again, like Mm -hmm. that's good RPG design. Like you have to learn how to use your skills in new ways to solve new puzzles. Like that's, that's why I'm so impressed with this game. I like it so much because in every way it's like a really good RPG. They just subbed out fighting for golf, which is so Mm -hmm. fucking crazy and excellent. Now talking about a little bit of the golf mechanics for a second, uh, there was one mechanic I was reading. People weren't like, didn't think gelled super well with the golfing, uh, was like, uh, how they define slope in the game Mm -hmm. that like sometimes just like the 2d scale and like the pixel art, like didn't like define like when there was Hills or like when there was like, ups and downs it's just sort of like you get a, a meter in like the top right and it's just sort of like oh it's steep so you know there like it's just experience of just being like i mean the actual golf of it is not great i yeah. mean like you know the it's still 2d golf it's like it hasn't it's not any better than like you know golf for like the game boy or something like that right um or Ninja and, Golf for the Atari. We've talked about the show before. <laughs> but I, I don't think I want super realistic golf. Not like, really. I, I mean, like, want it to be simplified, watered down. Yeah, I mean, if it is sort of like the Tiger Woods, like EA Sports stuff, then like you go back to that same problem. Just like, OK, cool. Like, I'll play this for like 30 minutes and then like I don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, I mean, but it's kind of crazy. I mean, like I was looking at the game that I had saved here and like I've played this for 23 hours. Like, it's pretty good. you know, after beating the entire game. Yeah. I mean, like for, you know, a $15 game, you played through it. What? Three times. Yeah. Yeah. No, I played it. Yeah, see, it sounds like he's playing it right now. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I got distracted <laughs> thinking about the game for a second. Um, I've played it. Yeah, I've played through it. I've been it twice. And I'm most of the way through a third time, I think right now. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's well, it's, it's just that like one thing about that game that I find both frustrating and frustrating in a great way is that by simplifying the golf mechanic, it makes it kind of like 
easier to fuck up than like your Tiger mm-hmm. Woods. Like if you play the Tiger Woods game and you get like the power rating and backspin and control right, you're basically getting eagles in every hole no matter what. And you can't really screw mm-hmm. it up. And in this game, like because it's just like a timing thing. If you like blink or like what I just did, get distracted thinking about something for three seconds, <laughs> like you'll fuck up and miss and shoot the ball in the water or something. Or like you will yeah. misread, like how something's going to bounce or something. So things can get fucked up way easier in golf story than they can in other golf games. And that makes it more fun because like, at least in my experience, you playing like mini golf, which is like my, my, what I like to do um, is like golf is like frustrating. Like half the fun is that like, it's a frustrating game. So when you do something right, mm-hmm. it feels cool. I will say the last course, the sort of like the pro, once you finally get to like the pro league or whatever, the last match that you do, like I had to like, play it over and over and over to like finally win yeah it took me a couple so tries like, for sure so it's like when i finally did beat it i was just like i was like yeah i fucking did it yeah you're um, like i finished my golf story i'm finally yeah, whole like yeah. i've done it <laughs> um i mean the the funny thing is though i mean it's just like and this is true for every single sports game is that like you know, playing this on here versus playing golf in real life, like, is just like it's so different. It's sort of like remember, like Tony Hawk, where it's oh, just well, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. Where it was like, I was just like this like little fat kid, who's just like, yeah, I can do like a ten eighty backspin nollie grind, whatever. Like, you know, I would. I used to go to skateboarding camp, and it was so frustrating, like crashing all, like playing the game and then crashing all day. Yeah. Just being like, ah, like this is not like Tony Hawk. (laughs) I remember being a kid and like learning how to skateboard a little bit and having this like epiphany of like, man, this game makes it seem like ollieing is just pressing a button. And I've been practicing for three weeks and I cannot (laughs) do this. Like it it simplifies it to such a degree that it feels like it's obviously a totally different thing. But like that's, you know, again, that's half the fun of these kind of games is like. But the best skateboarding game was an RPG. I'm talking about Tony Hawk's Underground, Interesting. which was like a campaign driven, character driven, like kind of RPG where you did missions in like open world levels. So I'm saying, guys, like you just got to make them RPG. That's all you got to do. That's yeah, a secret. You, there's so many more things that could be good RPGs that aren't. Um, and I want them to be. Last uh, last note that I have of the game is I think it just uh, it's it's always cool when you feel like they're just like kind of like Nintendo Switch is this console for like auteurs where it's just like one person talking to you mm-hmm. like this is this game was made by just like two people uh, and like that kind of there is this feeling of like just kind of a unique uh, vision. Um, and there seems to be just like so many more companies that are like, no, we like making games this way. Like we wouldn't want to have like 20 people like the quality of the game would go down. Um, have you played Stardew Valley? I have not. And because I feel like that's another one that you're going to put a lot of hours. Into. A lot of hours in. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, Stardew um, Valley will, uh, will eat up your time. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Metz was on uh, like two weeks ago and she put in like 60 plus hours. And then like her, the ghost of her grandfather came to like rate her farm and like, gave it like two <laughs> out of five stars. Like, fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> like 260 so hours. Hard. Oh. Did you say these guys were Australians who made this game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is like the, the most Australian game. Like, oh, yeah. How does that play into it? Just like every joke is this kind of like Australian, like sort of goofy surfer humor, like easy breezy, like summer heights high type tone of comedy where like everyone's like this like stoner, like kind of like semi stonery, goofy idiots who like take themselves really seriously and are just really goofy all the time. It's very like it's a very Australian kind of thing, and it, it plays through in the tone like every single moment is that kind of just like sardonic Australian humor that like it just plays so fucking well. It's a perfect it's like a perfect kind of golf comedy because it's like 
a little rowdy, but kind of understated at all times. And it, like, it's perfect. It plays beautifully. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things I felt really good about myself. Cause I was like, I bet these guys are Australian. When I was playing it. And now I know <laughs> for sure. Well, let's see how beautifully this game plays when we rate it uh, after the break. Hats. They shame us. They cover our godliness. But what can we do? Hats are everywhere, and they're unstoppable. Until now. I've always gone outside, and every time I see it, I see hats everywhere. And I honestly, it's hard for me not to start crying when I look at all these people covering their beautiful scalps and hair. It ends today. The fight for the soul of our country begins now. With your donations, we will go from person to person, stealing their hats. What we do with them? Well, I can't I can't say that in the commercial. I'm trapped in a house made of hats and they won't let me go. Hey there, Internet. Welcome back to the game. Boy podcast. I'm going to uh, start doing the intros. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just putting some riffing. I'm messing with it. I'm doing some new stuff. Oh, is, that a, is that a new thing? Davis. And the your people are responding to it. Hey, we've been getting more average viewers every fucking week, so I'm doing something it's right here. It's because of the boys. <laughs> Alright, anyways, I'm still Lux. I'm still your host. Your co-host is still Griffin Davis, and your guest is still Michael Gabriel. Um, and what we up? are still talking about Golf Story. Uh, and it's that time of that show where we rate that game, boys. So, Michael, here's how it works. We're going to go around in a circle, starting with you, our guest, as common courtesy dictates. And we will give this game a rating of one to five joysticks uh, and give a little, like, you know, last thoughts about why. You give it the rating, you give it. And mm-hmm. so when you're ready, take us away, my guy. Yeah, well, I give us five joysticks out of five joysticks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, like, you know, we didn't even talk about the fact that it's like $15, I mean, like if you're talking about like, you know, the uh, uh, the actual entertainment that you get per dollar. Very high. Sure. Yeah, because most games are are, are sixty dollars and you may not even play them as much. Yeah. And like for like I bought Bayonetta two that was also on uh, on Switch. Yeah, 60 bucks. And it's like, you know, it's not garbage, but it's just like whatever. And uh, but I mean, like the story of it is great you know the it's just fun to play through it's inspired a, a turn in my life it's inspired it's, a crazy turn in yes life. i i've i mean and let's be real i've spent way more money on real golf now uh than like fake ball fake you know <laughs> golf so, stories i actually don't play stardew valley then because you might become a farmer and give up your career that's farming. true yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm worried about you with these indies. That's Katie fair. Griffin should keep playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> uh, Lux, I'll go next. Uh, this uh, this is really everything a sports game needs to be uh, for me to play it. Uh, I love the art. I love the uh, unique vision from just two people. Uh, and I love that it looks just like Pokemon with golf. Um, but I haven't played it. So... I'm going to give it a 4.9 mm. out of 5, and I will update everyone on the social medias once I've finished the game if it gets that point zero one, one. We're going to be uh, hanging so on Griffin, by a Hang on by a thread. Everyone stay. So yeah. Griffin, is the one keep, Griffin is the one keeping Golf Story off the wall of fame, because I'm also going to give it a 5 out of 5. Like I can't in good conscience <laughs> give it, I mean, give it I, know, I, I haven't played 5 I know, out of 5. I know that you... I know no that one you, will trust me as a, as a critical I, yeah, I know, reviewer. I know. We need to, yeah, I know. We need to keep your standing in the community high so we can't possibly <laughs> undermine your pristine reputation. No, I get it. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, for me, this is an easy five out of five. Maybe the, mm-hmm. this might actually be the easiest five out of five that we've done, honestly. Like, yeah, it is. Easy. I've, I've never played a game that is like, here's our goal. It's a very explicit. It's this. It's an RPG with golf. Are we going to do it correctly? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like it, yeah. it mm-hmm. comes in with no bones about what you're doing. Like it starts off an RPG style cutscene, and you wake up and immediately do a golf tutorial. Like within moments, you know exactly what game you're playing mm-hmm. and it lives up to the promises it makes at every turn and exceeds the most of the time. And like that's, and it's like funny, like we said, it's very Australian in a way that is very good. It's creative as hell. And like, this is like, this is why I fucking love indie games is that you get shit like this. Like shit that like, is just you would never think of it. It would never occur to you. And when you try I would to never play it on the computer. Yeah, exactly. And when I've tried to explain to my friends, they're like, what game should I have my Switch? I'm like, golf story. Like, what's that? I'm like, it's an RPG with golf. They're like, you're an idiot. And it's like, <laughs> I understand that, like, how you get to that conclusion, but it's really, really great. And it's it's an incredible game. So I'm gonna give that a five out of five easy peas. Yeah. Wow. Another so thing I thought about is like how I sort of like rank anything whether it's like a movie or mm-hmm. music whatever video games is that like you know how well did like the creators of it sort of like you know n- nail their target yeah right yeah sure. exactly. and there's movies that are like supposed to be silly or not supposed to be highbrow right like movies not every movie is designed to be an oscar movie no you know? you no it's like them. you know a good action movie as long yeah. as it's like get is a good action movie and yeah. like it serves that purpose then like dope i'm on board uh but i mean it's like you can tell that like i mean it makes sense that it's like two people created this because like you know the writing is like nuanced and specific and funny you know the uh the design of it is like really cool and it's like it just like clearly was not committed by like a like a big company they're just like i don't know about that i don't think people are gonna buy into that or take it seriously sure it's like who cares Mm -hmm. right it makes a world with internally coherent rules and lives up to those rules at every turn so it's really easy to get sucked into that game because the question of what makes a game immersive isn't how realistic it is it's how realistic it is to its own terms whoa absolutely um <laughs> think about it dude <laughs> look man i haven't even smoking weed for a couple hours so that's just <laughs> off the sober dome well then let's wrap this up so you can get back to that <laughs> yeah, uh, no, Lux, take us into the segments okay good point all right well that's everyone's rating and now it's time for everyone's favorite segment made entirely out of segments that's right it's time for the segment segment griffin do you have a segment this week i, I like that sometimes like do does griffin have a segment and i always like to say <laughs> i do well um, you don't always like to say you do because i have to ask sometimes because sometimes <laughs> you don't <laughs> well i like to say i do that's fair uh, this week is a very simple one guys it's what's that sound i'm going to play the game over music from a popular video game franchise mm-hmm. and you have to guess which one it is so i'm just gonna play it oh what's that sound oh it's so well, fucking familiar uh it's definitely this definitely from a video game um, I, I mean, it's like, it's that sort of like, uh, eight bitty, but it's got a, pl- it's got a little bit of pluck to it. Like, <laughs> sure. Right. Like that weird little, wait, is that is like, it? um, what's that? Who, who's that guy? Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, oh, and you nailed it. I was, it was about the to say Banjo Kazooie. I was about to say. You gotta let the guests go first, but no, you know, I know. I'm just saying, I saw your we lips. Were, we were on the same page. Great. That makes sense. And like the little puzzle shadow. Yeah. It's actually very you know, funny. Like, guys, you know, iconic music, you know, it doesn't make for a good 
segment. <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned Manzo Kazooie, and you'll see why in a second as we get into this week's segment of Do They Eat Ass? I will name three video game characters, and you guys will decide whether it is through competitive argumentation or cooperative conversation whether or not these characters do, in fact, eat ass. Mm-hmm. And we will start with, and I'm shit you not, this is my list. It's right in front of me, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, wow. We had a we had a hive mind there. No, for real. That was wild. Now, uh, you're saying Banjo Kazooie, but those are two separate Banjo, characters. Ban- Banjo, Banjo was the one. Banjo. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying, oh, okay. Banjo for Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. I guess I, I've got an, I've got a, you got to take, you got to take. take, I don't think Banjo eats ass. Nice. I mean, like, I mean, to me, it's just like, he's like, he's pretty innocent. Like, like conquer eats ass. Like, <laughs> conquer like, definitely sure eats, ass. Conquer yeah. eats ass. Yeah. But like Banjo, like, you know, he's a sweetheart. Like, I don't think like, I think like if like one of his buds was just like, yo, Banjo, you've been you been eating ass and just like was like what's ass buddy yeah like i don't think he would <laughs> he, get the reference do it on accident right exactly. <laughs> like, like he'd be trying to get a puzzle piece or something and like accidentally eat someone's ass <laughs> so the answer might be yes uh but not intentionally yeah is, i mean i guess is the, is this segment does this person intentionally yeah eat no ass? i think intention i think intention does matter i think we're coming okay. i think we're coming okay. for intention but i think okay. it's an important question i'm glad that you asked and we were able to settle yeah. that on what's waxed. the next one and next up we've got everyone's favorite second favorite character it's luigi oh uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i think so absolutely i mean like again i think this is like a sleeper one because like waluigi yeah obviously that's his first move yeah, yeah. no that's like waluigi <laughs> is like that's move. like a, no for sure i 100 percent agree waluigi's like about that life let me eat the ass <laughs> let me eat the ass <laughs> yeah, that uh that should have been a line from your sketch uh the uh that mustache you had for waluigi was insane what did you, you. you build that out of uh that was well steven uh low uh person on dr america my sketch team he wrote it mm-hmm. friend of the podcast and yeah yeah steven's been on this and um uh yeah i mean he he came up with the entire mm-hmm. uh the get up the execution yeah you know mm-hmm. the idea to the uh the get up and uh looked pretty good looked pretty good yeah so uh so Have luigi guys, we're saying we're saying luigi eats ass luigi well yes i mean like luigi definitely does eat ass because like i think that he's like low-key sort of like a freak like you know he like he's living in like the shadow of mario and so, like, you know, he's desensitized to, like, you know, like, he's not a hero. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's not, like, sort of, like, Mark Wahlberg that's, and he needs to clean up his act and, like, get his shit together. Like, he, like, he can let his, like, freak flag sort of fly under the radar. Absolutely. Yeah. Not all the cameras are pointed at him. And I feel like no. he wants to get to get freaky as well because, like, Mario's so white bread that he, like, needs to go the opposite direction, you know? Exactly, like, and, he, and you know what? Luigi's also been eating ghost ass too. Well, let, yeah, let's let, 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 let's hope because he's currently a ghost, actually in the in in canon. Oh if no! You, did you see the Grim Reaper kill Luigi? When when is this in Odyssey? Is this no? The, this is a video that was released recently as promotion for Super Smash Brothers. On oh Switch. no! Uh, the Grim Reaper, not a character from Nintendo, uh, appears <laughs> no, in a castle and sights the shit out of Luigi, and Luigi's ghost pops out of it. 
So oh we're, are they trying to say that they're going to kill Luigi from the next Smash game and sub in Waluigi like everyone actually wanted them to do? I just, uh, I, I mean, I hope he's alive. I hope he's doing well. Uh, yeah, uh, thoughts and prayers with Luigi. And last <laughs> up on the list, it's the Thunder God with the Munder God. It's Raiden from Mortal Kombat. So uh, this is, I didn't play a lot of Mortal Kombat. So could you remind me which one Raiden is? Raiden is the blind man who throws uh, lightning and flies around. He's got the big hat. I mean... I would say yes by default because Raiden is like, you know, if we're talking like cultural appropriation, like Raiden is like a main offender because he's Raiden, at least in the movie, he was a white guy. Yeah, he was played by a white man in the movie. Okay, yeah, big, big, big mistake, Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, like, but I don't think this guy. I certainly haven't thought about this until right now. Well, that is like, hopefully, that's the effect this game has on people, and when it's not, (laughs) real twist on the formula. Thinking about this, and well, okay, so my connection there was just like, yeah, like Raiden is like cultural appropriator, appropriator, Uh, you know. By far, so I don't want to kink shame though, being like, yeah, so obviously he also eats ass. Um, and uh, so uh, I would say, I still say, yeah, I still say, yeah, and I say no, um, and why I, I just think he like this guy, he seems he seems kind of like uh, troubled and selfish. I don't know, well, yeah, he's, I, he's always, not gonna service, he's always got a frown on. I don't. I just. I'm, yeah. I think I'm it'd inclined be to actually. I'm inclined to agree with Griffin in this particular case because be he only has with. one, only one goal, which is constantly arranging Mortal Kombat tournaments to protect the world from Shang Tsung and his friends, and that seems to be literally the only thing Raiden's ever cared about or ever will mm. care about. And now Raiden from the Metal Gear franchise, most definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone from the Metal Gear franchise eats ass. <laughs> Wait, that is Raiden the the sort of like the main character of? Uh, Sons of Liberty. Maybe. He's, the, he's the, the the blondish guy, I think, in Sons yeah. of Liberty. Yeah. But that wraps up Do They Eat Ass? And that also wraps up <laughs> our show. Eye opening. <laughs> um, that was a great version. That was maybe the best run of Do They Eat Ass to date. You were a fantastic contestant on the show, Michael. <laughs> um, and you've been a fantastic guest on this broader speaking show. Thanks and so, so much. I'm sure the people want to know where they can find more of you. So, where can they? Mm hmm. You can find me on Instagram at Paul Michael Gabriel. I'm trying to make this thing. Do you know that was my first name, Paul? That's uh, actually your first name. Yeah. And you're like, name. I want, I want something even just more generic. Yeah, more generic. <laughs> I need three first slash last names. Uh, so why did why why did you switch? I and mean, this isn't the interview section, but I'm dying to know. Uh, for SAG. For SAG. Number one. Yeah, I've got to when I inevitably have to. Uh, Purchase no, 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 that. No, 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 no. I'm saying why. Oh, you're originally you're originally named Paul. Oh, yeah. My I've gone by Michael my entire life. Why? Uh, because my dad's Paul and his dad oh, was Paul. There's second, just, Paul I'm not a, I'm not a junior. Are you the third Paul? No, no, no. I'm not a junior. It's just like he, he's my dad's Paul William. I'm Paul Michael. I don't know. It's a weird like Christian white yeah. thing to do. Whatever. But yeah, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm getting behind it. Paul Michael game on Instagram. Uh, I've got shows if you're in Los Angeles, uh, but I basically uh, promote everything through Instagram. So just go there. And then, you know, become a fan. Yeah, just go there. Just go there. And while you're there, check out Game Boy's Pod on Instagram. Yeah, thanks for the plug, buddy. Hell yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we're posting all sorts of stuff there. You can go there and find uh, links to our recent uh, live show that was taped and should have been destroyed, but wasn't. It was <laughs> uploaded to the internet instead, so check that out. Fantastic. Lex, what do you got? Uh, well, Party World Wrestling's over. Show went great. Um, so none of that stuff this week, so all I gotta say is, yeah, check out Game Boys Pod on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I saw some serious slams on Party World Wrestling. Yeah, um... Sorry, I forgot one other thing to promote. Oh, please. Uh, my podcast. Can oh, I yeah. do that? Absolutely. Okay, sorry. Yeah, my no, podcast. No, we would love to be associated with a successful podcast. <laughs> yeah, this would be great. Uh, yeah, my podcast is uh, Malt Couture. You can find it on the iTunes Store, Spotify, Stitchers, Google Play, whatever you got to do. Uh, and on Instagram, that is uh, Malt Couture DDB. It's a beer podcast. So if you're into beer. But it's a beer podcast that doesn't suck. And I, I'll make that very clear. I think probably most of them are suck um but these guys are actually funny uh and their fan base is insane uh, a lot i went to a live show uh that alex kid did who's kind of like the the leader mm-hmm. of the podcast he's the beer aficionado he's master the leonardo of the ninja turtles that are the yes, podcast. Exactly. He, did a, he did a live show at the pack and the audience was talking over him mm-hmm. and he had a mic <laughs> that's fucking wild uh, so they have a big fan base uh, it's uh, it's a really cool podcast so go, go check that out yeah so check out Mal Couture and uh, also what one thing you can do is the last uh, uh, Party World Wrestling show is on Twitch it's archived at twitch.tv slash Party World Wrestling so check that out uh, please and check out the Game Boys pod on Facebook follow us on Twitter check us out on Instagram and uh, yeah follow me at Surfer on Twitter you can follow Griffin at Shut Up Griffin I'm just gonna do that for him because he always forgets and that will do it that was an episode of the Game Boys podcast I'm Lux I'm your host your co-host is Griffin Davis your guest is Michael Gabriel your editor is Haley Clement your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morden and your art is by Brittany Metz thank you internet we love you very much Golf Story how would Golf Story sound like as a title who would like what would the announcer voice be like would be Australian, probably, right? Golf story. Golf? Whoa. No, Golf story. Golf story. No. Whoa. Golf what story. am I doing over here? How do you do Australian? I can only Australian do like Australian is like outrageous. More of like outrageous Golf story. In front of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Golf, Golf story. story. That's what See, that's like, that's like Scottish. Not, Golf story. Yeah. Not ever. Yeah. Golf story. Never. Yeah. No. Down Australia. on the down on the golf story, putting shrimp on the golf. St- <laughs> golf story. Shrimp I mean, if they were Irish, so you're like, I can do, yeah, Irish stuff is right around here. <laughs>